Listen, we were moving things through this morning today quite fast because we want to create space for people to encounter Jesus today. We want to move through the things we're doing, not because we're in a hurry, but we're in a hurry for him. But we could have a moment that we don't just preach about encounter, but we don't just speak about encounter. This month, we've called it the Encounter Month, but our prayer and our dream is that people, you and me, would have fresh encounters with Jesus that change our lives forever. Why are we praying and fasting next week? It's not because we want to give up food or we want to go through some religious type of Lent. It's because we want to hear him. And when we fast, we shut down other voices. We discipline other voices to hear him. Listen, we need fresh encounters, church. The church in the United Kingdom, the people of God in the United Kingdom need fresh encounters. And the good news is God wants to give us fresh encounters. Whenever you read about Jesus in the Gospels, he always said a couple of things, didn't he? Come to me. Hey, if you're thirsty, come to me. I'll deal with your thirst. If you're left thirsty by the broken cisterns of other things, but promised fulfillment, but never delivered, then come to me, Jesus says. I'll help you with your thirst. In another place, Jesus says, if you're hungry, if the food of this world and the food of relationship or success and other things that you've strived to find fulfillment in, if those things have left you hungry, Jesus still says to us today, come to me, don't come to religion, you'll be more bored than what you were when you first walked into it. Come to me and I will satisfy every longing, every need and every desire in your heart. What are we wanting to do this month? We're wanting to focus our hearts again on our need for him. Not our need for him as saviour, he's already saved us. But his need for him to be our Lord, our King, the one who walks with us daily. Do you know the good news is, he says he's the rewarder of those who diligently seek him. He says that in Hebrews. But as we set our hearts and we purpose our intent, on having a fresh encounter with Jesus. He's not gonna hide from us. He's gonna meet us in that place. Sometimes when I think about encountering Jesus, I think of some of those old Victorian type costume dramas where often you'll have a lady dressed in like a beautiful silk white dress and you'll have a gentleman with a bowler hat or a top hat and a maze in a glorious Victorian garden. And all of a sudden, the lady will run off into the maze. How many people know she's not going into a maze not to be found? She's going into a maze to wonder if anyone will look for her. God isn't hiding not to be found. He's hiding just enough to see if anyone can be bothered to come after him. And if you're bothered to come after him, I believe he meets us with fresh encounter. Come on, can't you feel his presence here today? Listen, the good news is God wants you to enjoy fresh encounter. 
Maybe you're wondering why I got this loaf of bread on the chair. Did it to get you wondering. I bought this, here's one I prepared earlier. I bought this on Wednesday and I sat it in a room with a dehumidifier and it is as stale and as crusty as you can imagine. Unless you're looking for bread for bread pudding or stuffing, this isn't no good for you. One bite will leave you disappointed. But there was a day on Wednesday where it was fresh. I mean, listen, you could kill somebody with that. <laughs> Throw that at a swan and it will die. Stale old bread. Hey, who's hoovering today? Stale old bread. But there was a time when it wasn't stale. And it was fresh. And it was warm. And you just couldn't wait to spend time with it with a lump of butter. Listen, we all know naturally that bread can be fresh. But then it can become stale. It can become left over. That's what it's like with our encounters with Jesus sometimes. We have moments in our life of fresh encounter where he's like fresh bread. But then we settle for making that encounter the testimony of our life. And it's a great story to tell, but we're missing out on the encounters that Jesus wants to give us today. I love it, but Paul says in Philippians, he says, forgetting what lays behind, I reach forward to take hold of what's available today. So often when we talk about forgetting what lays behind, we talk about negative things. But it's also true of positive things. Paul had had many experiences with God. But Paul was saying, I lay aside all of my previous encounters to reach forward for an encounter I've not yet had. I want fresh bread. I don't want to be trying to chew bread from yesterday or last year. Sometimes you speak to Christians and they say, oh, 30 years ago, let me tell you about a moment, 30 years ago when I encountered Jesus. God bless you for that legacy, but you're robbing yourself of what God wants to do today. Your fresh bread of yesterday has just become stale, crusty bread. But God is here and he's saying, come to me if you're hungry. And I'll give you fresh bread. I'll give you bread that won't just be a taste in a moment. It will provoke an appetite. Come on, have you ever tasted something and said, mm, that's good. It's that good. I've got to get me some more of that. So that's just me, is it? I've tasted some things and said, never want to go near that ever again, love. The Bible says, taste and see. It says, don't watch others taste, taste and see. Come on, today we want to take time to taste and see. The Lord is good. He's fresh. We want a fresh encounter. 
We don't want stale bread. We don't want leftovers of a yesteryear experience. Though they were brilliant in that moment, we were in the bakery of that time. But we come with hungry hearts to the bakery of God. Jesus, give us fresh encounters. We've already heard in family church about encounters breaking out. Oh, I wish you could have been in Forge Ministry School on Tuesday morning. There was a move of God's spirit. Five people got healed in one moment. We got people here that were healed. Give me a wave if you were healed. There's one, there's two, there's three. There's three of them here. He's still alive. He's hiding in a maze to be found. But will you come after him? You see, Jesus, Jesus is the bread. And we can read about that in the book of John, where Jesus often calls himself a whole bunch of things, doesn't he? Let me come a little bit closer. You see, so far off. Oh, God. Jesus calls himself all manner of things, doesn't he? I am the door. I am the way to the Father. I am the good shepherd. I am the vine. But did you know that Jesus also called himself your daily bread? Remember what he taught when he was teaching the disciples to pray. And when you pray, not if. And when you fast, not if. Pray, my Father who art in heaven, holy is your name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. And then we add that bit into the prayer. Give me today, Lord, my fresh bread, my daily bread. And sometimes we can pray that about natural bread. God, give me today my provision. I look to you. For the provision of my table, I look to you, Lord. But what if that also means the spiritual bread that our lives need, which is him? Do you know there's a moment in the book of John chapter 6? I'm going to read a few verses where Jesus introduces himself as the fresh bread that's come down from heaven. It's interesting, they've asked him a question in verse 29. What do we need to do to do the work of God? And Jesus has responded, the work of God is simply that you believe in him whom he's sent. But listen to what he says then. So they said to him, what then do you do for a sign so that we may see and believe? What work do you perform, miracle worker? Our fathers ate the manna, the bread of manna in the wilderness. As it's written, he gave them bread out of heaven to eat. Jesus then said to them, truly, truly, I say to you, it is not Moses who has given you bread out of heaven, but it is my father who gives you the true bread out of heaven that you need. For the bread of God is that which comes down from heaven. Jesus is speaking about himself. The bread of God, that which satisfies for more than a moment, is the bread that comes out of heaven and gives life in the world. Then they said to him, Lord, give us this bread always. Listen to what Jesus says. And Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me will not hunger anymore. And he who believes in me will never thirst again. 
Maybe if you're hungry in your soul today, it's because you've been eating bread that could only last a moment. Meanwhile, there's fresh bread in the room. There's a drink that will take away every thirst. It's interesting, you go down then to um, verses 46, and he says, not that anyone has sinned the Father except the one who is from God. He has sinned the Father. And then he says, truly, truly, I say to you, he who believes has eternal life. And then he says it again, I am the bread of life. Your fathers ate manna in the wilderness and they still died. This is the bread that comes out of heaven, fresh bread, so that one may eat it and never die again. I am the living bread. This is Jesus speaking. I am the fresh bread. I am the living bread that has come down from heaven. If anyone eats this bread, that's Jesus, he will live forever and the bread also which I give for this life of the world is my flesh. Jesus is the fresh bread that we need. The other bread of this life may satisfy for a moment, but so many Christians walk in a lack of satisfaction and it's simply they're living from stale bread, previous encounters of Jesus. Where I believe that Jesus is speaking to us in this moment, come again to me and eat. Come to me and encounter me in a fresh way and I will satisfy every appetite that you've ever had. It's interesting in this discussion between Jesus and the Pharisees and the Sadducees, they spoke of another bread that came down from heaven that we would call manna. You read about that, I think, in Exodus 16, where it said that God was leading the children of Israel from a place of captivity, Egypt. They were men to come into a place of promise, but through disobedience, they remained 40 years wandering when they were never meant to. But even in that moment of wandering, he was faithful to provide them bread. It was supernatural bread. It was called manna. And every morning it would come down from heaven or come up like dew on the grass. And there was an instruction with this bread. Jesus said, if you remain dependent on me, I will give you daily bread. I will give you fresh bread, fresh encounters. Remember, Jesus said, he's the bread that's come down from heaven. Manna was a bread that came down, but now Jesus is speaking of himself. All the children of Israel had to do was every morning get a jar that represented the need of their household. Come and gather fresh manna. I don't know what it tastes like, but when you're eating the same thing for 40 years, it must have been really good. Maybe there were different flavors. Maybe one day it was banana manna. <laughs> I'm here all week. But every day they gathered manna in a jar and that was enough for what they needed that day. And then, just like us, some of them couldn't handle that plan because they had this storage mentality. No, let me get a loaf and let me try and keep it fresh. Let me try and make it last. But God had said to them, every time you do that, 
What's not needed for the day will go rotten in the jar. Some of them had to do it to experience. But as they tried to store the bread that had come down from heaven, it became rotten, it became stale, it became old. Jesus is standing many years later, still speaking to us today. This isn't about physical manna appearing on grass. Jesus is the bread who has come down. Jesus is the bread who satisfies our every need. And Jesus wants us to have fresh encounters and experiences with him. That means we've got to try to stop storing up previous moments. It's great that we have a God photo album that represents the moments before, but this has got to be a living video. He wants us to encounter him today. The only thing that can stop an encounter because it's the desire of the Father, you see, is us. Free enemies. Let's get the band back up. I'm going to wind this up early today. I just want to spend time worshipping. Anyone else? Free enemies to us encountering fresh bread, fresh encounters with Jesus. They all begin with P. That's good, isn't it? Number one is pride. You see, the Bible says God will always resist the proud, but he'll give grace to the humble. I can remember when my son Ethan used to fight me as a kid. I used to hold him at hand's length. I can't do that now, he's six foot five. He holds me at hand's length and says, do your best, dad. But when he was a kid, he used to swing and I used to hold him. I was resisting him. When we approach God with pride, he resists pride. Yet like a father with strong arms, when we come with humility, what's humility? We know our need for him. He lifts us to higher places. Another P that can be an enemy of our fresh encounters can be procrastination. Tomorrow, next week, next month, I'll do it another time. The problem is that when we walk the pathway of procrastination, we often never arrive where we said we wanted to. What if Zacchaeus would have had procrastination? Oh, I know I should climb a tree. There's an encounter Jesus has got for me. I'll do it next week. Jesus wasn't walking by next week. He would have missed the moment. Let's not have procrastination in our hearts. Now is the day of a fresh encounter. This month, this week when we pray and fast is a day of fresh encounter. And the final P would be similar to procrastination. It's called passivity. Passivity isn't that, that you know you want to and you will one day. Passivity says, I can't be bothered. What if a woman with the issue of blood had yielded her heart to passivity? She would have died of something that Jesus wanted to heal her from. What if passivity kept her from pushing through the crowd to have a fresh touch of the hem of his garment? 
she would have died when she wasn't meant to die. In that moment of Bethel in Genesis 28, Jacob had an awakening where suddenly a man who had walked under his father walking with God, walked under his grandfather walking with God, had a moment where he woke up and said, God is real. He got up from that awakening and his life was changed forever. Father, I pray over Family Church, the actuality of God breaking out in fresh encounter. God, we walk away from the stale loaves of bread we once knew that were once good for the moment they were given. Jesus, I pray for every person connected to Family Church that this would be a season, a moment of fresh encounters where you become fresh bread, Jesus, that quenches every thirst, drives away every hunger. Holy Spirit, will you help us? Help us to come after you in a fresh way.